Welcome to The Art Career, a space breaking barriers by letting you sit in on candid, straightforward conversations with leading art professionals in visual arts, writing, music, theater, and film. I'm your host, Emily McElreath, and I invite you to join me for inspirational conversations with icons of our generation. We dive deep into topics like self-development, career trajectories, mental health, social justice, and the artists that have changed our lives. With each episode, our mission is to empower you, expanding your journey through the arts. Join us for new episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. The Art Career is thrilled to announce its partnership with Glimpse. Glimpse Guides are a collection of luxury guidebooks with an outstanding social mission we are proud to support. Featuring the best of hotels, restaurants, activities, and itineraries for each featured city, Glimpse Guides also include recommendations and travel tips by a curated selection of tastemakers. The most exciting part of Glimpse Guides is 100% of their profits go to Give a Glimpse, which provides funding for educational travel scholarships for underserved students. What is better than that? Glimpse believe that travel is the most important form of education, and it is their mission to send as many deserving students abroad as possible. Glimpse also offers luxury trip design services with VIP perks like early check-in, room upgrades, restaurant and spa credits, welcome gifts, and more. Glimpse has quickly become our one and only travel planner. Go check them out at glimpseguides.com and tell founder Jordan Rhodes that the Art Career Podcast sent you. Hi, everyone. I am currently upstate at my little Wasaic farmhouse. It's about 15 degrees outside and snowing. January is always a little weird. Like come down from the buzz of the holidays and it feels like just the big quiet, you know? Everything feels hibernated a little bit. And and I've as I've been reviewing the content that we've put out over the past couple years now, the podcast has been out. I've realized that I've never really shared with you about my business, which other than the podcast, which was very much out of pocket at first, is my art advisory, McElreath Advisory. I've been at it for eight years now and worked with some of the most talented artists and generous collectors in the world. People that care about moving the art dialogue forward. People who love collecting art. People who love collecting art and love investing in art. Has to be both. But what is the most important for me in this episode is to communicate the fact that art collections can happen at any budget. 
I've been thinking about this for a while and I don't really think this dialogue is is shared enough. And I really do mean this, you know. I have shared this week, and I'll connect it in show notes, my humble little collection. I shared, I think, about eight pieces from it recently on Instagram. And, you know, you, you have everything from a collection like mine to some of my clients who are collecting, you know, the most expensive works in the world, you know. I think the, the purpose of this is not to share so much about those experiences with those collectors, but to invite all of us that, you know, don't have that level of financial cushioning to really understand the importance of investing in art and especially investing in living artists. Like I said, I've been thinking about this for a while and it's just really important for me to have this episode be just about art collecting and have this week on the podcast and on my, you know, advisory platform have this be a, an art collecting week. And I plan on doing once a year, having a full week where I'm promoting collecting and promoting the support of living artists. I just want to say in the beginning of this episode, I'm treating this episode as one enormous call to action. And that call to action is supporting living artists. So my advisory is a full-service firm that provides guidance and assistance to art collectors, both young and old, uh, through a comprehensive list of services. So whether your goal is to acquire one work of art as a brand new art collector, or like I said, to build to an existing collection as a seasoned collector, I do this through an educated exploration of the art market. I've had two decades of experience. We are not, what I I like to, to remind people is we are not an interior decorating firm. Although I work with some amazing decorators, our mission is solely based on collecting art for art's sake, not to have it match a living room. Although it is amazing when a work of art looks stunning in the actual space. But yeah, it's important to differentiate between interior design and art collecting. I think sometimes those two get confused and I am here to tell you that They are much, much different industries. So our mission, first and foremost, is to promote the work of living artists through collaboration, institutional partnerships, acquisitions. So when I meet with a client for the first time, we start with the discovery interview. And the discovery interview is to assess their goals, which is, again, it could be starting a collection from from scratch, or uh, someone hires me to build a collection that 
is existing that they have. Uh, I want to back up for for one second. I also think it's important to say when it comes to interior design, what I don't do with clients is promote collecting where the work is not displayed. I am a firm believer that if you're buying a work of art, that is fine if you're doing it for investment purposes, but it has to be for passion, love of art, and investment purposes. So I'm not, you know, acquiring a work of art for a client that goes into a storage warehouse, which that happens. I actually have a contract that uh, the client needs to hold on to that work of art for a particular period of time so there's no flipping that goes on because that can really screw up an artist's career. So again, our mission is to promote the work of living artists. We start with the discovery interview to assess their goals, to find out what topics are relevant and important to them, and to find a little bit about their aesthetic. We then work on coordination of special access to galleries, art fairs, previews, viewings, and my favorite, which are artist studio visits. My, you know, most cherished moments in my work are when I get to bring a collector to the artist studio to meet the artist that they will be collecting and supporting. I just, I I really love it so much. From this point on, my team, we do our research, our market analysis and monitoring, and we take part in your acquisition and sales of all categories of art. It's a really fun process to work with a client and use my background in arts education to help them to understand the art world because it's unregulated and so daunting. And to help understand the particular artists they are collecting in the best possible way. And sometimes we can do that in person if the artist is alive and sometimes the artist is is deceased. And we still have the opportunity to educate each client and really share as much knowledge about that artist with them. And that is another favorite part of my job. I think that the main reason I am doing this episode and explaining to you all a little bit about what I do is because of how important I think it is for us all in any way we can to be art collectors. You do not have to be extremely wealthy to begin acquiring a collection. I know I just said that, but it's really important for everyone to hear. I have built so many relationships with such wonderful artists and galleries, and I invite my listeners, if they haven't started collecting art, or if they want to expand their journey or make their journey a little bit more intimate, to contact me. I would love to help you. I would love to work with you. Collecting art is more than just a hobby or a way to decorate your home. It is a way to connect with the artists, the history, and the culture behind the artworks. As someone extremely passionate about mental health, seeing a therapist is essential to my quality of life. We'd like to take this moment to announce how thrilled we are to partner with the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp. 
If you think you might be feeling anxious, depressed, or even just overwhelmed, being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's that easy. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And just for the Art Career Podcast listeners, we will offer 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash T-A-C. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P, dot com slash T-A-C. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring the Art Career Podcast. Supporting living artists is crucial for the future of art. It really is. Investing in living artists can change the future of art as a whole. It can ensure a constant flow of quality art and help develop the talent of artists. You know, we we have to remember that only a minority of artists make a living selling their works. Most of them have jobs and they need those jobs to support themselves and the only free time they have they're in their studios it's it's quite literally a full-time existence giving your heart and soul when you have a job already you're you are the rest of your time as an artist for the majority of time you're spent in the studio You know, other artists are giving up on their careers in art completely because there's a lack of interest in their work and they're not selling it. You know, I've seen artists do that and it couldn't be farther from the truth. There's so much art, there's so much interest out there and and they're not seeing it. And that's why it is our responsibility, you know, to invest in these living artists, especially especially early in their careers in the best way to ensure that they can keep on working and developing their talent. Financial security helps artists to invest their time and effort into their art. This means they will make works of better quality. We need to support these artists today in some way I am challenging you to get out there and financially, in whether it's a dollar or whether it's $10,000, support a living artist. You're also contributing to the local economy. When you purchase an artwork from a living artist, you are indirectly contributing to our entire nation as well as the artist's immediate neighborhood. Artists have to spend that money somewhere and it will likely be in local shops. Additionally, as any other small business owner, because I do consider every artist a small business owner, an artist has to pay taxes that are later invested in the infrastructure of the country as a whole. So these are kind of obvious things, but it helps to hear them. And, you know, most passionately, you're investing in collective and personal narratives. Artworks oftentimes communicate a story about a place, a culture, or the artist's personal history. 
by investing in these pieces, you are allowing these narratives to be seen and helping preserve these stories for future generations. Many artists use their art to overcome personal traumas, experiences, or conditions. We all know that. Meg Lionel Murphy is such a beautiful example of that. Buying art from living artists can help them defeat their personal demons and use art as a tool for improving mental health as well as bringing issues into the public domain that may not be possible in more structured environments. Get out there. Start supporting living artists. We also have to remember there are so many ways to support artists through collecting art and through other avenues. You know, funding a show, a catalog, a research project, building relationships with the artists, with their careers, um, understanding their market, educating other people. You know, I think it's very important for us to speak publicly about our relationships with these artists' works. This can raise so much awareness about the artist, which can lead to more opportunities for them. Jerry Saltz is such a prime example of someone who is just so supportive of the living artist industry and is educating us constantly and brings to my attention new artists all the time. And, you know, this week, I think this was the first time I really publicly shared uh, my humble little art collection that I have. And it's just, you know, especially the social media, you know, it's, it's so important. You can get so many more eyes on these artists' work and we have to, we have to share them. Another way to support, support your local museums, join a museum acquisition fund, and support their efforts to diversify their collections. This can help ensure that the work of living artists is represented in museum collections, which is so important. I've worked with multiple collectors who who lend these amazing works to museums all the time, and I can't think of anything better than that. What's also really fun about collecting art is, you know, you're joining a community. So this can open up so many opportunities to meet and interact with other art lovers, collectors, and experts. You can share your passions, learn from others, and most importantly, discover new artists and artwork. And, you know, participating in, in, exhibitions and auctions and art fairs and studio visits. I don't know. For me, nothing nothing is more exciting than that. You're also preserving history. Collecting art can allow you to own a piece of history and culture. You can learn about the context, the influences, and the stories behind the artworks and the artists, which is so important. Those narratives, you can explore your own heritage and identify through art that reflects your background or interests. You know, collecting art can really help you shape the contemporary art history by supporting these artists that are taking part in these narratives. And, you know, most importantly, it's fun. 
it can really be such an exciting and rewarding journey. You can enjoy every step of the process, um, whether you do it alone or you work with an advisor, researching, discovering, and acquiring artworks that appeal to you. You know, you it's you can challenge yourself to find rare, unique, or valuable pieces that enhance your collection. You can, especially with social media now, can discover artists from all over the world and collect pieces from them to help express your personality, taste, style, and and what you want to support. I think the bottom line, you know, it really is considered a, I think, you know, this, this elitist club of art collectors that kind of understand the ins and outs of the art market and and know how to navigate all of that and you know and that can be very rewarding and enriching but listening to it you know it really sounds daunting and overwhelming for beginners there are so many factors to consider i'm not saying it's it's an easy thing to begin to wrap your brain around but really when it comes down to it you know you you're considering budget you know how how much money can can you spend on art how what is that answer for you and from there you know i think why sometimes it is important especially when you're a new collector to work with an advisor is cuz all those things are really important and you have to make sure that nothing's happening nothing shady is happening you have to you know consider style genre medium provenance condition and market value how are you going to navigate the complex and dynamic world of art and find the works that speak to you well that is why Art education is so important, and that's why I bring my education to my advisory because I really can't think of anything more important than than being able to help individuals understand the landscape and introduce them to these artists. Art Career is thrilled to announce its sponsorship from the New York Studio School for season four. Founded in 1964 as an intensive studio arts program with an emphasis on perception, artists learning from artists, and drawing as the most direct means of describing one's ideas or experiences, the Studio School offers an array of full-time and part-time programs that prioritize small classes and individual guidance from dedicated instructors distinguished in their fields. It is located in the heart of Greenwich Village in a national historic landmark building that was once home to the original Whitney Museum of American Art. The school invites you to join its free public programming, including the evening lecture series, which for more than half a century has been a cornerstone of the New York City art world and can now be experienced worldwide via live streaming. Visit nyss.org to enroll in classes, see what's on in the gallery, register for evening classes, and more. To learn more about full-time study at New York Studio School, schedule an in-person tour or a virtual meeting by emailing info 
at newyorkstudioschool.org. So moving forward, Jerry Saltz gave me a great idea the other day. He commented on my reel I posted of my collection and said, you know, that I should do that with other people's collections and kind of help spread that narrative of the support of living artists. So I think I'm going to try to once a month do a little discovery of an individual's home collection, maybe invite myself, invite myself in and take some pictures and talk to them. And in that way, we can really start and I'll, I'll share it on the podcast and I'll share it on our social media. And that can be, you know, a fun way for us all to learn about new artists. And I also think it's important because obviously this podcast does not just focus on fine art. My advisory for the most part focuses on fine art, but you know, someone's collection can include anything and everything, you know? I mean, this is not just about paintings. It's about what we do to support the creative industry and the living artists in the creative industry. I mean, this is a whole nother conversation when you start talking about musicians, um, when you start talking about theater and actors, you know, how can we on a daily basis support these artists that are enriching our lives? For me, I would be nothing without art. And I think we forget, you know, I think we enjoy all this free content that is out there, whether it's in, you know, magazines, on Instagram, on television, and we forget that, you know, it's really important for our artists to get paid and for us to contribute to that artist economy in any way we can. So in closing, I just want to open up this dialogue. I want to hear from you. I want to hear about some of the artists you have in your collection. I want to hear why you collect or why you don't collect. I want to hear if you disagree with anything I'm saying. And artists, you know, what are some of the things that are most important to you in terms of a collector. You know, I I think that artists should have agency always over their works. And back up for a second. So, you know, when an artist works with a gallery, a lot of the time, an advisor will go through the gallery, right? And then the artist is getting a percentage and the gallery is getting a percentage. And that behooves the artist a lot of the time because the galleries are really doing the work to push their body of work forward to their collectors. Oftentimes they're not doing the work. That's a different discussion for another day. And artists be very careful the contracts you sign. So for me, I'm either working through a gallery or I'm going directly to the artist's studio. If the artist hasn't signed a contract with the gallery and the artist is not represented or also works for themselves out of their studio, 
I'm going directly there. And then more of the, obviously, more of the money goes directly to the artist. And so there's no right way to do it, but it's really understanding the ins and outs of of everything. And I will say, however you do this and however you move forward, if you work with an advisor, the most important thing to keep in mind is transparency. So... You really got to know because with an interior designer, you know, and and their job, you know, they go to a trade show, they find a couch and it is, it is, it, I guess, valid. I know very little about interior design to boost the price, you know, and then resell it. I mean, that's, that happens all the time with art. For me, the gallery, the client, the artist Everyone's CC'd on the emails. Everything is transparent. It's so important. And if you're paying an art advisor, for me, I make my commission off of a discount that I get for my collectors. And I make sure if it's a gallery or an artist, that discount is reflected in every single invoice. So then when I charge whatever I'm charging, my collectors know that I'm not taking any more than the actual discount that was afforded to us. So I hope that all makes sense. Let's start collecting more artwork. I'm here. I'm happy to help you. Um, I could go on about this forever, but I'm going to put some great content out there. I'm going to share images of my clients' works in their homes, and I'm going to really try my best to educate the podcast audience in the wonderful art of collecting. Thank you all for listening, and thank you always for your support. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Art Career. If you get value from this podcast, please consider helping me make more of these episodes by becoming an Art Career Premium member at theartcareer.supercast.com. That's theartcareer.supercast.com s-u-p-e-r-c-a-s-t dot com. And please don't forget to rate and review. Every rating counts. Thanks so much.